<laughs> hey everybody, Larry Powell here. Welcome to Studio HFL. I'm your host. And uh, yeah, Studio HFL, where you truly do hear from legends and legends in the making, like our guest Sarah Stoneback tonight. And uh, I want to welcome you. It's been, this this whole live interview series has been great. Of course, uh, uh, last week, Jen Murata had uh, uh, Rachel Samoya at the beginning of the semester, uh, semester, good grief. We were just talking about school. Now I got semester stuck in my head. Uh, at the beginning of the month, uh, Sarah tonight, James Morrison next week, Chris Coletti the last week of June uh, to round out June. So that's going to be a lot of fun there. Um, did I just freeze up? You seem like you're moving on. I, I think I oh see. Oh my you. gosh. Okay. So. I'm going to keep going. I've had hiccups the last few uh, weeks with this. So um, I see myself on the computer going. So, okay, here we go. Anyways, uh, Austin Custom Brass has been sponsored for June. And Trent Austin, of course, uh, terrific service there at ACB. You can find out more at austincustombrass.biz. And I'm going to move my camera back here. So I'm actually looking at, this is going to change everything. It's going to change the background, but I don't care. But at least, at least my uh, okay. It doesn't look as great, but you know what the heck. Uh, hey, we've already got somebody chiming in. Ross Tate, welcome. Do you know Ross? Yeah. So um, okay, a little sidetrack there. Anyways, Austin Custom Brass, and next month, uh, pay attention to social media because July has some really cool guests. Uh, coming on, and I'll post that on social media and, of course, on the newsletter in a couple of days. Uh, if you haven't gotten access to the newsletter yet, you can do that by going to studiohfl.com, signing up for the newsletter there. And uh, there's merchandise like this, this really cool shirt, right? Trumpeting. It's not rocket surgery. You could, <laughs> you could own a shirt like this, right? You could also own a shirt like this. Right, the World Trumpet Force. That's great. Right? The, the WTF, right? <laughs> Established in 2020 because WTF 2020. <laughs> and okay, so Ventilabis Magis. See this Latin down here? Mm -hmm. did, did we talk about this the other day? You know what this translates? Mm -mm. Blow no. harder. <laughs> right? And if, if ever there was a motto for the trumpet world, I <laughs> think that. That's it. Blow harder. That's the solution for everything. You don't need you don't need a new mouthpiece. You just need to blow harder. Get more air going. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so that shirt, this this shirt here, this is all available, uh, of course, at studiohfl.com. Uh, of course, uh, YouTube channel has all the video interviews on there. You can find the audio version on any podcast channel or podcast platform. And if you would go to Apple and leave a star rating and a review, I would appreciate that very much. I'm just realizing changing the camera angle, you can see all my junk back here. Um, that's my. You have mouthpieces back there. I think you got all the gear for success. I know. And, and that giant yellow case back there, I haven't used that in ages, but that's got <laughs> stickers from everywhere. Um, so I'm going to have to get one from uh, Montana State University. Ooh. At yeah. some point, right? Definitely. <laughs> I support that. Yeah. So, okay. Hey, we're going to go right into the Sarah Stoneback. Welcome. Hi. Oh, great to be here, Larry. You know, um, you. I first met you at the 2019 Miami ITG, yeah. and uh, I interviewed you there. 
And I had a great time doing that. But, you know, when I went there to interview, I had no idea who you were. I was honestly, I was looking at the program thinking, I bet there's some really cool people that I need to know more about. And so I did. I I totally, uh, it was not like throwing a dart, you know, and say, or, you know, open to the phone book and wherever this lands, that's who I'm going to interview. But yeah. I took a shot in the dark and boy, was I happy about that because <laughs> I felt like I met one of the coolest trumpet players and one of the coolest people. And then, you know, in the two years since then, following you on social media and watching you, uh, it has just been, what a trip. You are, <laughs> you are, you're amazing to watch, uh, you know, and, and I think we were talking about this earlier. Um, uh, I, I think I may want to enroll and become one of your students because I think that would be even cooler. Yes. <laughs> right? I, I would love to see you teach. Um, but I, I, what I see is all the enthusiasm in your teaching and your playing. And uh, I think it's infectious to your students. If there's anything that's going to be infectious these days, it should be that. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, thank you what, what a treat to hear those kind words. Thank you for that. Oh, you're really. welcome. Yeah, that just lights up the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. here we are again, you know, and we've got all kinds of stuff we can talk about. Um, so actually, let's start with where you are, what you're doing right now, kind of what what's going on in your life, maybe even what you did earlier today or have been doing this week, if you want to share that too. Yeah, sure. So I am uh, the trumpet professor at Montana State University. And I, uh, in Bozeman, I'm also the principal trumpet of the Bozeman Symphony Orchestra. Uh, at MSU, at the School of Music, I've been teaching there, going now on the seventh year. I'm up for retention, or I passed retention, so they've retained me. Congratulations. <laughs> Isn't it great? I get to stay and continue on that journey for tenure track. And thank you. <laughs> And then on um, for the Bozeman Symphony, I'm heading into the fifth year of being principal trumpet. And so I really enjoy the Bozeman and greater Gallatin Valley. It's a beautiful place to live and a, um, a beautiful place to work, too. I enjoy my colleagues, and it's just a really uh, rewarding experience. And the students are awesome to work with. Uh, so, yeah, so that's that career aspect. Uh, I'm a Con Selmer Bach clinician uh since 1997 and that's with my family as you're well. not old enough to have been a clinician since then bless you thank you i'll live a whole month on that comment <laughs> <laughs> so um uh so i wonder is like should i say how old i'm gonna be this no that's okay um <laughs> no but constantly black artist clinician and then uh yeah, so that's my career. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh, and then uh, you had mentioned uh, what we visited about today. Mm -hmm. uh, this week, I've been participating. Um, one of the things after finishing this past year that I wanted to do uh, was do things that would um, feed me professionally and um, learning and just kind of re-inspiring and re-infusing mm -hmm. uh, more information, learning different uh, techniques and different perspectives. Uh, and so I've been participating like earlier this summer, uh, the International Trumpet Guild, we had that the virtual conference, went to many sessions during that. And then this week, 
and I get to participate and glean awesome insight at the Apex Trumpet Symposium that Mary Elizabeth Bowden and Dave Dash and Nathan Warner are putting on. So, and, and exciting to work towards projects as well in a, in a midst doing all of the the gathering and re-inspiring. <laughs> Isn't it fun to keep finding new things, whether it's new repertoire, uh, a new etude book you've never, or something that's just been written, or yeah. even even something like uh, uh, Mark Gould's new book or or Pete Bond's yeah. Pete Bond, new yeah. book, right? <laughs> stuff or or uh, the flexibilities by Scott Belk, right? Yeah. Stuff that just yeah. is like it keeps things fresh. But then experiences like you're talking about, or uh, Jason Doval's UK uh, Summer Trumpet Institute, or the Apex yeah. thing, you right? All these cool things. You're right, and it's not just for the kids, right? It's we we do have to partake in that. I think that does keep us fresh, and by yeah. extension, right? Our our students are going to benefit from that. Yeah, and that's a huge. Actually, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that aspect of it because, as a teacher, if we you know we continue, we need to continue to learn, and if we stop learning, we stop teaching. Right. <laughs> that's like stop learning means that we we know it all, right? Mm, no. We get to find new ways to say the same thing, right? You know, every year try to revamp. And although the core of you stays the same and you have those foundations that you stand on and those shoulders, you know, through the years, um, we still need to bring new ideas into our, our teaching, into our approach um, for our students, but then also, you know, for us to stay fresh and um, ready. Now, I will say, when I was younger, I was pretty stubborn about, this is the best routine, this is the one I'm gonna do, this is one of my students are gonna do, and you shouldn't, and by the way, none of my students should ever take a lesson from anybody else because, you know, <laughs> well, because I think, right, I'm, I was pretty insecure younger, right? And mm -hmm. realizing later on that, oh my gosh, the more exposure, the more experience, everybody gets the better, right? But it took me a long time to get there. But so did you ever go through that period where you were like protective of your, your pedagogy or your ideology, your, you know, protective of your students even? That's a, that's a really good question. And I think, uh, let's see here. I get one good question a month. Maybe that was it. <laughs> good job. Thanks. It's a tough one too, because you have a lot invested in your route, right? In your journey that you've come up through the ranks. You study at the schools you study with um, and the teachers that you're with and you have that invested, um, uh, I don't want, I don't know if you wanna say like uh, commitment or um, uh, respect also, you know? Mm -hmm. You feel like you have that uh, responsibility to bring that into your existence and it works for you, so you want to pass it on to your students as well. But I think growing up in the family that I've grown up in, it was very early in uh, in still like taught that you have to be open for everything, and you can't hold it like this because that is just a you know cruising for it, just leaving right. Um, so we were always encouraged to seek out as many voices, you know, in the trumpet field. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I, we can get a little more into that later too with my sisters. Well, uh, let's talk about the family though. That that environment that you started playing in, or even before you picked up the trumpet. What what was that like? Very encouraging. You know, uh, our parents wanted us each one of us to uh, find our passions, right? And uh, in really helped encourage us in those different passions as well. Like before trumpet playing, we would sing. Uh, we would do projects with our dad when um, in schools that he taught at, he's a band director. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so it was a very vibrant upbringing of just encouraging and being adventurous together. How cool is that? And, you know, unfortunately not everybody uh, has that kind of environment, that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. um, but if we do, if we grow up in something like that, we can learn to share it, right? Yeah, Even later sure. on, you we can help to provide that environment with uh, for yeah. other students. So, yeah, um, and I, I think a big, also a big thing is really um, getting rid of the ego as much as you can. Uh, I mean, it takes uh, a friend. A friend of mine was saying, you know, it just takes ego to get up every morning, right? Like you have to do it, and you, and that's a gift as well to get up in the morning. That's a gift. It's it not guaranteed, right? Um, and being able to say, I don't know everything, but I I enjoy learning. But I know what I know, and I can pass that on. And there's always someone better. <laughs> There's always somebody that knows more, um, but maybe I do something stronger than somebody else or vice versa. I do. I have a weak point. And actually growing up as a triplet, that concept was a really exciting concept because I would hear Mary do something and I'm like, how'd she do that? And then I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that. And that would encourage me. And then you know, we, it was like all our whole family was feeding off of each other. But first and foremost, to be able to, I think, be able to teach is to get rid of the ego. Mm. Mm. I mean, have a healthy dose of. There's a lot to unpack <laughs> right there, though. I go in, go into that a little bit more. I, I want to, I want uh, tell me more about that. Well, I guess when I say get rid of the ego, it's not getting rid of the ego of saying, I'm going to do this. I would have never said yes to, <laughs> I would have never said yes to learning the Brandenburg concerto and saying I'd perform it in a year if there wasn't a little bit of an ego sure. and a whole lot of faith and a lot of work. <laughs> I wouldn't say yes to that if I didn't think that I would be able to gain those skills and be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So, you have to have the ego that will help you and not hurt you and vice versa, help others and not hurt others. Um, helping others means, you know, I can put myself out there. I can be vulnerable uh, and be transparent and not be concerned about students getting lessons from different professors and being excited for them to get those experiences because it's only going to make everybody in the studio stronger. Yeah, the, you know, I think the the definition of ego, right? Most people think of trumpet players as having an ego, and we do, right? But it's whether it's an obnoxious kind of ego. You can or, choose 
type of ego, right? <laughs> right. Or if it's just one of confidence, right? Yeah. Calm confidence or, uh, yeah. you know, that you can project uh, right. without, without coming off as, oh, what a, you know, that's uh, arrogant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. arrogance. Thank you. That's, that's the best <laughs> word there. Um, and my goodness, trumpet certainly is a humbling instrument, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, we can have all the ego we want, but all it yeah. takes, all it takes is for one, right, right. Yeah. Oh, rats. Yeah. Or I can't believe the whole orchestra is flat to me. Yeah, yeah, it's right? so hard. Everybody thinks <laughs> <about> <laughs> Um. Okay, so I, I know we're waiting for uh, for your sisters to join, but I'm curious. Um, Montana, mm -hmm. this this is not where you grew up, is it? No, no. Um, so we uh, we grew up in South Dakota, and we spent all of our uh, growing years up through our sophomore year of high school in um, Sioux Falls, primarily, mm -hmm. so the eastern part of the state. And uh, after that, different jobs of our parents and then opportunities took us to different places. So we did a year in Iowa and Dubuque, Iowa, and then a year at Interlochen Arts Academy where we graduated um, our senior year. We spent the whole senior year there. Was that and the first place you had ever seen a tree? Like that, and lake <laughs> snow, mind you. It was like somebody shook this globe and we're like, that's what that snow looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So beautiful experience, awesome experience, very um, shaping and uh, quite pivotal actually for each one of us. And then we got invited to go down and study with uh, David Hickman at Tempe, Arizona, Arizona State. Mm -hmm. So we joined that studio and uh, had some just uh, awesome experiences there. Great learning uh, experiences as a trio. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, and we can talk more about that later too, but, um, and then uh, we moved to uh, Nebraska and we toured full-time from Nebraska after we graduated from our undergrad at Arizona and then uh, moved to Colorado where there was a little more um, movement. We flew a lot more when we moved to Colorado. We drove a lot and cause we would be out like six weeks I mean, we'd be out for a long, long periods of time mm -hmm. touring. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Colorado, we'd do the same thing. And then uh, eventually after Colorado, um, I accepted the position at Montana. There's a lot that happened in between that as well, like grad school and other endeavors as well. But yeah, that's kind of like the state hopping that I've done. <laughs> well, and nothing really metropolitan pops out there. I mean, it's it's... Oh, and here's a little here's a little gee whiz thing. Uh, my dad was stationed at Ellsworth Air Force Base, so I lived in South Dakota for six months. Oh yeah, I went to Rapid City, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, uh, you're right. It's, it's not like a city center. Denver definitely was very, you know, more city minded. But um, like the other places, well, Tempe, Arizona was very huge. That area was pretty, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of Midwestern, we definitely are Midwest uh, gals, <laughs> Midwest family from the Midwest. So uh, should we should we invite your your yeah. sisters onto the screen at this point? I'm going to disappear into the corner here. Okay. 
uh, let's see if I get this right. Oh, the other way around. There right. we go. Okay, there we go. So, <laughs> okay, who's who? Hi, I'm Mary. Oh my gosh, it's like rubber stamp. Good chunk, good chunk. Mary, Sarah, and Kristen. Kristen. Oh, Kristen. There we are. Oh. Yes. Hi. Welcome. It's good to Hi. be here. Nice, to, nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you guys too. Were you listening in the background? We were. Yes. Oh, good. How'd she do? She's doing well. Doing well. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, what? Uh, Okay, so I was telling my wife about this, you know, triplets in, in trumpets, and I'm going to be, they're, they're going to say, oh, we hear this all the time. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing triple, right? And you're like, oh, everybody says that. But I, my response is, yeah, but I only get to say that once, yeah. <laughs> right? So there, there, I've said it, it's done. Um, so true triplets, like mm -hmm. same day? Yes. Yeah, a minute apart. Yeah. Who's yeah. first? Um, I was first. And uh, middle, and then Sarah's youngest by a minute. Oh, yeah, but you know what? She exhibits that that uh, that uh, what's it called? The last born. Yeah. The, the traits. <laughs> are, are you saying traits? Are you talking about spoiled? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. So Mary, you're the type A, right? You're you. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Yeah. I think we shift. We 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 um uh, share it. I think we do. Yeah. But then second born's the troublemaker, right? You're the one who oh, that always, is, true. is that true? <laughs> he is in the army. So. Yeah. so wait, you were or are? I am. <laughs> I am in the army, yes. Oh, uh, doing what? Stationed where? I'm currently with the U.S. Army Field Band stationed at Fort Bean, Maryland as a logistician. I do uh, property book uh, managing and property management for the band. How long you been in? I've been in the army for 11 years this July. Ooh, are you going to make it a career? I am. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. Absolutely. This is not cliche. Thank you for your service. I mean that. I, I'm, it's a blessing to be in it and I enjoy every minute of it. Um, and you know, it's funny. Uh, it's like, it doesn't matter what MOS or whatever, you know, I was Air Force, so ours was AFSC, but it nice. doesn't matter what job you have, right? Everything is important, yeah. right? And it's like from, from the person who, well, that would have been me, you know, the person who emptied the trash <laughs> on some days uh, to the generals, right? Everybody's important. So Absolutely. Um, my my oldest son just started his 10th year and he's an FO, right? Oh, so, you know, right. he's he's a little more involved in the <laughs> the frontline stuff, but yeah. um, he loves it. Him. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so have you been at Fort Meade the whole time? I have not. I just, I've been at Fort Meade for two years um, prior. So my, it's been a, a many, many uh, different areas I've been in. So I started in Colorado with the 101st Army Band, uh, National Guard. Mm -hmm. And um, I started as a trumpet player. And then I was a trumpet player. I started simultaneously while with the Guard. I became a technician as a property book officer. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I did that dual status for a while. And then I switched MOSs as a public affairs photojournalist. And then I met the love of my life and I got married and I went active duty and I was stationed at Fort Gordon, Georgia. Um, mm -hmm. And then we moved to Hawaii for a little while. And then I um, received a, um, I auditioned or interviewed rather uh, for the logistics 
logistics position with the band and um, got the stabilization job. So we're now nice. stationed at Fort Meade. Favorite duty station so far is what? Oh man, that I love it here in Fort Meade. I do love Maryland. Um, I think every, absolutely every place I've been, every experience I've had in the army has been just unique in itself. And every, every experience has been pretty, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. Say, That's a safe answer. Unique. I did enjoy, true, I'll true. answer. I did enjoy um, visiting Hawaii. Of course. Oh, Hawaii was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So Mary, what about you? Where are you? I'm in Colorado Springs. I serve as deacon at Ascension Lutheran Church. And so I went to seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota, and 10 years ago graduated with my master's and then started at Ascension and um, have been there almost 11 years, August 2nd. Okay. What diverse career paths, right? I mean, from, <laughs> from all three of you attending Arizona State, right? Yes. Is that, or, or wait, was it Colorado? What point was it where you guys started to Actually, at many years, actually. About five, um, about four or five years. We were on the road full-time yeah. for five and a half years. Mm -hmm. but and in that, um, about a year and a half of that was um, in, um, we went into different directions. So I went we to still seminary and together. we still got together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So when did you become interested in ministry? Um, I think these are uh, areas, I, I guess, I think for each of us, and I can speak for myself, um, that was always something brewing in the background. And when we, um, when we discerned um, to walk away from um, education after our graduate or, or undergrad and go into business as a family, we always knew at some point, or we had, um, you know, a, a hope that we would continue educational studies, um, and what that would be in was uh, going to reveal itself in time. And so, um, as we were on the road touring professionally, we would take a look at different places. We were um, looking at um, various areas, um, and so I think, you know, the passions which we live out now. And still includes music um, in in each area that we are at, um, whether that's just playing trumpet on a daily basis, or Sarah teaches, and Kristen was in military for a while. Um, but I think it was it was a passion that came back around, um, and I and I pursued it. Mm -hmm. And okay, your role as a deacon, what does that look like in the Lutheran Church? Um, so where I serve, um, my focus is. Uh, Faithful community. How do we create faithful community? So it's working with youth, intergenerational ministry, and efforts that connect um, individuals, um, whether in small groups or um, an event. Um, and I also do communications. So I, um, uh, I have a small um, on the side. I do. I do have a videography business. And so I do that, but I also do some of that for the church. And so I manage the social media page and, um, and other platforms online. Right now I'm on a three month sabbatical. And so I get to spend time with um, my, my family, both Sarah and time. Kristen and my parents <laughs> coming up. And so it's just been a, a, a wonderful time to um, Recenter, be refueled, and play music together again yeah. too. Yeah. Um, that's the part of our life. It always will be. 
we're going to get to the trumpet in just a second. But now I've, now I've uh, as a photojournalist, Kristen, and you having a videography business, and Sarah as the social media beast that she is, right? I mean, so obviously you guys have talents in graphic arts and design. I mean, well, yeah. And yeah. I'm, in a, I'm currently in a multimedia graphic design program. And what's interesting is um, it actually does go back to our music because um, when we went into business, um, uh, our dad um, was really um, intentional in how we did that. And so um, yeah. we, the re not requirement, but the opportunity Mm -hmm. um, was to diversify. So we did our own website, we did our own PR, we did our own booking, we did contract counting, so yeah, writing. Yeah. And, and so like, it, it's interesting to see how that experience yeah. professionally as musicians actually prepared us to yeah. move into these things after mm -hmm. professional music. I would say it also is, you know, it's like laying a foundation. It um, truly since um, at the youngest age, I mean, I can still remember first grade practicing somewhere. Um, I can't, there's like somewhere, <laughs> somewhere out, out there, there. Somewhere out um, there. <laughs> over and over for the talent show. And um, so work ethic, truly was something that was just really taught at an early age. I'm sorry, my cat is in the background. Um, but work ethic, I would say the building blocks to what we are now is truly how our parents um, were able to um, teach us what work ethic was. And it, it didn't, it didn't feel it didn't, like work. Like work. <laughs> and some of yeah, that I think it was because we, we were able to do that to together. together. Yeah. And um, learn from one another, but also be inspired by one another yeah. um sarah was talking about that earlier and mm -hmm. it really was um an environment that nurtured creativity um mm -hmm. and also a lot of work but you know practicing um two to six hours didn't feel like it um, or, more. <laughs> or more yeah because in fifth grade and it was we didn't feel like it was any different you know yeah, it was, it was like, we got to do it do it. yeah we got to do it together too yeah I, I can't imagine. I mean, you know, it's it's hard enough to find a, a well. I, I guess I would like to imagine it hard enough to find uh, the inspiration as you know, a, not a triplet, not a twin. I got to go practice. But you know, if you've got somebody beside you who's like, "Hey, let's go." I mean, was it like that? Were you always pushing oh, yeah. each other? Okay, let's go. Let's do it now. Let's. Well, and it, what, uh, so we would have lessons. Um, so our dad, I mean, obviously you could probably gather by now that our, our dad, he's a trumpet player and he started us on trumpet mm -hmm. and we, we always wanted to play it. Mm -hmm. And, um, he never let us start, um, truly start until fifth grade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they did encourage us like, we'll check out different check out instruments. instruments. Yeah. So we're like, mm -hmm. but, um, so <laughs> fine. but he would, um, he would give lessons like on a Saturday when he would be teaching the whole week. Yeah. He would give us lessons like, and he would teach all hours. day. Uh, it he was just all day. It, he was truly selfless. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And Looking back, I'm like, how did he wow. do that? I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I get to the weekend and I'm like, Ooh. um, but he, yeah. So that time that he spent with each one of us, like we would be in the practice room and I was like, Oh, Hey, I just had a lesson. I would hear yeah. Mary, Kristen say, play something. And I'm like, Hey, I just, I had a lesson on that. And here's what I found out about it. And mm -hmm. you're playing it different or, yeah. you know, so we would kind of Help be each, each other other's practice police. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, um, <laughs> was there ever like a, a competition to, to, 
push each other or try to be better than one one of another? I, I don't think I'm not trying to plant anything there. And, yeah. you know, all of a sudden now I'm responsible for this animosity, right? Our, you know, our, our answer for that is dad was always better. Yeah, yeah. We said that all the time. And honestly, it was something it's interesting because I think we even take this into our adult life. I know I can speak for me. Um, um, I compete with myself mm -hmm. and um, I want everyone around me to be the best they can be. And I think that is from being a triplet. I want to see you succeed. Yeah. Whatever it takes, I'm going to help you. And um, I think well, that's so how many, so many times we were doing the same thing. Yeah. So if one of us didn't succeed, none of us none succeeded. Of us. <laughs> well, yeah. If, if only two out of the three are playing Bugler's Holiday. It doesn't work in, well. In, you know, to a level that we can play it, then it, it's not going to be a trio. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Trumpet. I mean, you said obvious. That was your obvious choice because your dad played trumpet. And um, our grandpa, grandpa, grandpa too. our grandpa, uh, Grandpa Stone, that played in the Marines band, and then Dad uh, has played professionally throughout his whole life. Uh, he you know, played with bands like Chicago, um, Bill Chase, uh, uh, well, Lawrence Welk, Lawrence Welk yeah. uh, and uh, Myron Florin. I mean, a lot of people that um, uh, were people he introduced it to us when we were growing up too. But so he was on the road performing well before we were born. So not only are you hearing good trumpet, but you're also seeing the lifestyle, the dedication, the the perseverance, but yeah. all, I mean, but the, the downs too, right? I mean, because you know, mm -hmm. we're, come on trumpet players, right? It's not always great. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll say, I'll say one thing uh, uh, that is so true because <laughs> I mean, it's a piece of metal that you're putting <laughs> with your lip. Right. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't make sense all the time. Um, but I will say, um, you know, there, there were um, days where, you know, I can still remember, yeah. oh, it's etching my brain. We, um, we didn't get to the hotel in time mm -hmm. and it was in a smaller community and it closed. So we had nowhere to sleep. So we had to sleep in the vehicle and we had a performance <laughs> at 7 a.m. Well, at it church. was locked. At Everything, church. Was, Everything locked. was locked. So yeah. And we're like, hotel, oh my goodness. The hotel wasn't open. Yeah, we couldn't get anywhere and nowhere, nothing was open. And so we woke, we slept in the, the van, woke up at about 6 a.m. And, you know, it was just, it was hard. Mm -hmm. And I still remember, um, I remember I was like, my chops were so tired. I didn't have enough rest. And, you know, it's like a muscle. You have to rest it because mm -hmm. that's what it takes right. to uh, come back stronger, just um, like weightlifting. And um, and I remember for a fact, I'm like, Sarah, I don't have Bugler's Holiday. If they ask us to play Bugler's Holiday, you got to play my part. Because I was playing first. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I knew it already. By the end of that performance, I was like, that's not going to work today. Mm. <laughs> so Sarah did it for me. So that's the kind of stuff we would do. We or memorized like, each other's yeah. part. Yeah. Or like in the middle of a performance, <laughs> I would look get this at, little, or like, just look at him like, are you going to do that? Okay, got it. <laughs> or a little nudge. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, we got this. Yeah. So this is true, right? I mean, the twins, triplets thing. I mean, you really do have kind of a, a synergy might be a good word. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, there's. Sports synergy. That's like that. You're you're in tune with each other on yeah. on a lot of things. Right? Well, and again, and and I 
being multiples probably helps. And I mm -hmm. think the hours invested in the craft probably do more to, too. yeah, probably mm -hmm. do even more to make that um, our reality. But then I will say that there are those moments where there's that intuitive, like there's a bond yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that people can't necessarily explain. So right, like yeah, what might be true. normal to me, like an experience, like, you know, an experience of like my, you know, um, foot swelling. That's weird. When my sister Mary gets wasped on her foot. Yeah, that is weird. Is weird. <laughs> but who knows? Really? It could be total it could coincidence. coincidence. Total coincidence. Total. I'm, I'm sure it's not. Okay, I'm going to back up for a second. Who's responsible for booking a 7 a.m. performance for trumpet well, players? Well, that was a church service. Yeah, church. Oh, okay. We did an evening. We thought it, we um, we did a night performance, like a community, a community, per community performance. performance. In um, and the next place was about four hours away yeah. mm -hmm. and we just did it think, yeah. it just yeah. happened yeah. and the That's hotel was supposed was. to be ready but when we traveled um it so we traveled in a number of capacities um whether it was um school residencies it, it will take school residencies for instance if we were in a school for two weeks or a week or a month uh, or a month pending the location we would also do community performances mm -hmm. and connect with the local churches wherever right. we could that's yeah. a part of um how we um gave back as a brass group and um how we stayed engaged um in mm -hmm. community and in faith mm -hmm. yeah and we were a part of um many rosters uh you know Artists, the arts yeah. the endow endow yeah. endowment for the arts yeah. And different programs uh, with all many states. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what? Give me an example of a typical concert program. Not maybe. I'm sure it varied, but like, were you doing solo things or performing with an orchestra or a concert band or? So we had mul many, many different aspects actually. So in any, let's for example, like in a residency, there could be like the ending performance would be that community concert, you or, know, at the artist, the performing arts center, right? Or soloing, or soloing the with the band or orchestra, mm -hmm. um, either at the school or in the community. Mm -hmm. uh, we would do in a community concert. It would be like two and a half hours. So the first, everything was memorized. Minus like the last half, some of the pieces in yeah. the second or in the first half were not always memorized. We did everything. Basically. I think we yeah, ended, concerts. Concerts yeah, we tried to memorized. we tried to end with we tried to make sure everything was memorized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was easier to play more musically together. Um, yeah. together. Yeah. Cohesively. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we weren't buried in our music. And um, there was intermission too. So yeah. it was often started with um, uh, some type of trumpet trio fanfare. We worked our way into trumpet, trumpet quartets, quartets and then um, moved our way into some solo work so, yeah. um, and some entertainment. Um, and then, Lots of entertainment. And then uh, whether back to a trumpet quartet or a brass quintet it with also our depend, mom. Yep, and it also depended on the instruments. We do uh, piccolo trios, mm -hmm. we do um, flugel, C, C trumpet, Every, yeah. everything was. Yeah. 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 And, I don't know that I've ever heard of piccolo trio. That yeah, we made, yeah, well, we made them up. We we actually wrote. We wrote. We, wrote we did a couple piccolo trios with um uh, uh, the Symphony like South, South Dakota Symphony. Yeah, yeah. And that was a real. That, that was a Christmas fun. special. That was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it was it was very fitting. Yeah. But, okay, but it wasn't like Bugler's Holiday up in Octave. No. Right? It was... <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> oh my, my gosh, that's so intriguing. I we're we're gonna have to follow up with that because I, I I would love if there's an existing recording of that. Oh, I, yeah. I do have that. Oh my yeah. gosh, I what a yeah. what a hoot that would be. Yeah, um, we have, we have um, a few recordings that I'll, mm -hmm. I'll pass your way. <laughs> so, okay, so the banter, right? We know uh, this is why Minozal brass is so good, why Canadian brass was so good, is mm -hmm. still so good, is they play their butts off, right? But it's, mm -hmm. that, it's that audience connection and it's that interplay between them on stage, right? Yeah. Which are yeah. chop breaks, let's be honest, right? Yeah. You get the horn yeah. off the face, right? Um, so what did that look like? Were you uh, not like an Abbott and Costello comedy? Well, I just showed my age no. right there, Abbott and Costello. You know. <laughs> no, you know, our, so our parents, um, Ron and Margie had a six year ministry together before we were born. And so they would go around to uh, communities and churches and do Christian comedy. They had puppets, they had um, just a whole, um, stage and our dad. I think I think really important to um, know is our dad is an entertainer. He and is, he honestly he was the the super. Glue he was the super. <laughs> yes, he really was. He, um, yeah, he could crack a joke yeah. like that, and yeah. um, he could keep us guessing. Oh, um, he kept us guessing every yeah, class the time out. too. Yeah. And even like when we joined uh, one of the last performances um, yes. before the mm -hmm. pandemic um, happened was uh, collaborating together on an epic performance with the MSU Wind Symphony. Mm -hmm. And um, we did up to like eight trios yeah, and quartets. quartets. Mm -hmm. And um, I tell you, oh, I tell you what, it was hilarious. Oh, that was a blast. But even then, Dad was on stage telling these jokes that I hadn't caught us heard. off guard. Yeah. yeah, and even just how he interacts yeah. with us. And I know yes. we each have our own personality, but you know, he's got the the um, certain Genesis, timing, Genesis yeah. Quoi, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. we we've been uh, we've looked back at uh, and everybody we all grow, right? Yeah, and um, uh, I'd say we've we've come a little ways from some of our middle school interviews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We had an opportunity to see some yeah. of our interviews that we did because um, we've we've been inter we've done a lot of things um, together through the years um, where uh, yeah we would be talking and so I'm working on a um, <laughs> we try not to interrupt each other <laughs> yeah but that's this is this is the magic of this right it's like it's like one person right one mind but three <laughs> but three voices trying to come out you know. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I'm, working yeah. on a, I'm working on a documentary of sorts and um so sifting through the i mean years and years of um recordings and you know we started in fifth grade and there are other things before that but really brass music in fifth mm -hmm. grade and um what a gift it is to have had that as such a foundational piece of who we are as a family mm -hmm. um you know, we can't go back and do it in that way ever again in the same way. And so it's fun. Right. And we um, so we cherish every time we can get together and just experience music together. And, and you know, that's oh, that's home and experience yeah. just being together. Yeah. But I, OK, so what I thought you were going to say was maybe looking back at those early interviews sometimes where you like, oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, yeah, yes. cringe, oh, yeah, right? I was going to say it. Thank you, Larry. Okay. Oh, yeah, yes. she knew. I interrupted I, before I, she could let finish. Let me finish. <laughs> I, I, I told Mary and Kristen, so I, I was not supposed to actually be in here. Yeah. Um, my flight got canceled, and um, 
And I was like, you know what? Let's use this as an excuse to just stay an extra week. Um, so I looked at Mary and Kristen. I was like, okay, guys, we have to say more than <laughs> it was <It's> great. <laughs> it's neat. Right. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So ladies, uh, what's it like standing on stage? Uh, it's, it's kind of fun. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no. But I mean, yeah, I, I get that, you know, and even looking back at some of my first interviews, <gasps> you know, it's like, well, it, but I left it out there. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, we had, we were, our first soloing performance was when we were in sixth grade mm -hmm. and we did Bugler's Holiday and Trumpeter's Lullaby mm -hmm. with it was South Dakota. South Dakota. And before that, it was in Clear Lake, Clear Iowa. Lake Iowa was the first community band we'd community ever band. performed mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. And then it was South Dakota um, uh, State, State, South Dakota South State, State, State Orchestra. Symphony. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have a lot of those recordings and it we look, we look back and we're like, wow, we were doing that, that was, at sixth yeah. grade, you know, yeah. fifth grade. And it's pretty humbling because it's, it's kind of um, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun to um, look back and go, oh, you know, I think we're always our worst critic. Yeah, you know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, you look back and you go, wow. Why was I thinking that? Why did I think that wasn't like? Or yeah. it wasn't where I was at the time. Right. And yeah. now, mm -hmm. you know, we look back on a lot of stuff that we did and it's like, like, wow. Good job. Good job, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. Mary, what does trumpet playing look like for you these days? Um, it's a mix. So certainly I can play um, trumpet in the congregation that I am um, serving. And um, over the years, it's looked like playing for magical suppers, um, playing in a brass band, um, getting to travel and play where uh, Germany, Sarah or yeah. Kristen are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, getting to go to mm -hmm. Germany and play um, and mixing it up, um, just making sure I keep it a part of what I do at some, it, to some degree. Mm -hmm. um, and, and given the season, it's either less or more, but it's um, something that's very life-giving. Yeah, yeah, it's a life-giving endeavor for me. You, you can't imagine being without it, right? No, and one of my sabbatical goals uh, was to play every day and to practice. And, um, and I've been able to do that. And, and that's uh, um, been very nice. That's awesome. I wish I could make that kind of commitment, right? <laughs> even even right now, it's a struggle to play every day. Yeah. Um, and, and when it gets busy and when there are so many things on the plate to do, it's certainly, um, if I can get a warm up in, if I can do long tones, you know, it's it's making it awesome. what it is for that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it's possible. Kristen, what about you? What's a trumpet look like these days? These days, uh, you know, I try to have uh, any opportunity I can to play. Um, as a property book manager, it's um, I, I deal with a lot of paperwork and I'm very busy. It's, it's so much fun. Um, but the blessing of it is um, I get to be around incredible musicians. Um, and it's truly, um, you know, between that and getting to hear my sisters play and encouraging, um, it's just whenever I can, I practice whenever I get home, I try to do at least what Mary says, at least warm up. But mm -hmm. also I'll say, um, I try to bugle whenever I can. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I think one of the most rewarding things I had the opportunity to do while I was, um, a trumpeter in the, um, in the military was provide, um, honors through mm -hmm. taps. 
And I would say that is one thing that I will never, never let go. I will always be open and available no matter what, no matter how busy I get, I, I will always provide taps. That to me is, uh, I, I look at every opportunity to do that as an opportunity to show respect yep. and, and honor for that person, you know, and boy, however you think about it, 19 or 22 notes, right? They so can bring people to tears in, yeah. I mean, the first note, right? And so I've learned, right, you're supposed to face the flag, right, or face the casket, but, like, you can't look at anybody. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I played for my dad, uh, his funeral, oh. which the Honor Guard, Air Force Honor Guard showed up, and they brought their digital bugle. And I had already told them, you know, hey, I'm going to do it. But um, they're like, are you, are you sure? But. There again, you know, it was it was my dad. Of course, I'm going to do this. You know, um, sorry, yeah. a little sidetrack there, but uh, yeah. Why do you have that opportunity? Yeah. Um, I'm actually. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. Yari Villanueva. I don't know if you know who Yari is, but he uh, Air Force. Uh, I guess he'd played at Arlington for I don't know, ten thousand funerals or something like that. But wow. I'm going to get to talk to him uh, oh, in, a, in a. I think next month he's one of my interviews. So. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. I cut you off in the middle of that. So you're still, you know, are you still doing uh, honors if you get the chance to do that? I do. I do. Yep. I do. Absolutely. And um, I'll be doing some more playing in the fall, um, you know, with Especially some different fall. organizations. So that'll be and really we're looking. Good. We're looking forward to, we're doing some future projects. Mm -hmm. Future we're working projects on some too. projects. Yep. So we're, we're, we're amping. Ramping back up, as you would say, I guess. <laughs> but that is a huge teaser right there. We've got some projects <laughs> in the works. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, this is intriguing. It's going to be on the news, the front, well, newspaper yeah, doesn't yeah. exist anymore. It's going to be the headline tomorrow, right? <laughs> um, so Stoneback Sisters, is that how you go by? Yes. Yep. yep. And then Stoneback Brass uh, with the whole family. Yeah. Stoneback yeah. Sisters and then underscored tripleting, trumpeting. Trio. Oh, we've had some interesting headlines. We've had a lot of interesting, interesting headlines. headlines. Some are really great. Trumpeting, toiling. <laughs> what was that one? Any, anything you terrific. can think of. Well, no, toiling. No, terrific. Terrific. Terrific toiling. Triplets. No, no, no. Play the trumpets. No, no, terrifically. No, no. Tri well, let me get it. Yeah. I think, okay. Trippling trumpeters. Toil. Terrifically. That's right. Well, it just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, that's, that's kind of in, it's in right with this trumpeting. I'm going to have yeah, to get you guys matching shirts. I like that. Yeah. But I have to put triplet trumpeting. I like it. Right? I like it. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, my wife actually designs and prints these. So, you know, I, I, I know somebody. I know that's a guy. Awesome. Right? Yeah. Can do that. There's also another headline. When we lived in Michigan, uh, we did an interview and uh, somehow the um, title came out like the ES, what is it? The oh, ES, telepathy? Tele 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 telepathic. Telepathic. Oh, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> no joke. We don't know how that happened. I'm either. not sure how that one happened. Telepathic triplets play the trumpet or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Graduate. So, so you play yeah. and you read people's minds as part I of your, so. right? We're like, <laughs> we looked at the headline. We're like, well, <laughs> that's, okay. that's something, isn't it? <laughs> So I mean, it seems like, you know, if you guys are apart for a while, it's so easy to come back together, right? It's it's not like you have to 
spend a week trying to rediscover you know what it's like to play together it's just it just happens right yeah, it does yeah it does yeah, yeah. well and it feels it honestly feels like home yeah. and it's it's just a breath of fresh air we haven't had this type of opportunity for, quite some time. for a while yeah so I mean, you just you savor every moment and you just you just continue. live it yeah you live into it, live into it. <laughs> yeah. so are, are you guys still self-booking so not at this time for the trio, for the, for the trio, not actively right now, but we're doing like, you know, future things that we're working on Okay, that are going to have the book bookings. bookings. <laughs> That's like, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> That's awesome though. Uh, it, well, I'm asking, cause I'm thinking how cool it would be to have you all come through Indianapolis. Oh, right? that'd be awesome. <laughs> we you would know, love that. Yeah, this is what I've been telling everybody, and I mean it. It's like everybody interview, but it's going to be, if that happens, we're going to have our own ITG. We're going to have, like, right. everybody's going to be here. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. amazing lineups. <laughs> so, well, um, give me give me some idea, like, what's non-trumpet in your life, Kristen? Is there something that, you know? Absolutely. Um, I love, I, I actually bodybuild, um, so I do bodybuilding competitions. No She's way. Good. And I train. I train others. So I, I love, yeah. I have a passion to train. So I train people and amazing women. I so love. Women. We're talking lifting, right? Oh, yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what's, what can you, I don't know the terminology. What can you bench or what can you. So I, I can bench about a hundred and uh, I think it's about 115. I did um, a while. Uh, it was like 115 for like 10 reps. Um, I'm working on that. Um, I deadlift about. On a good day, I can deadlift about 250 right now, and I can squat about 250. So, <laughs> and so you have no problem passing your annual uh, PT, <laughs> well, right? It's fun. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that what a what a huge left turn from trumpet playing, right? Yeah. Right. That, I, I blame that on the army. <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking, you know, what if what if uh, body is it bodybuilding? Is that what if you could incorporate like a, a talent, like, you know, in another pageant, you know, it's like, so you bring in trumpet and make it part of your lifting <laughs> process, right? Yeah. Well, it's you like, could just use a Monat, Monat trumpets would be what you would, yes. what we'd lift, right? We could, you know, she could probably play one of those now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So are, I want to go back to the photojournalist thing too. So is mm -hmm. photography still part of something you do or? I do a little photography. I actually do, uh, I, I draw a lot now. Um, I've been drawing for um, over 20 years. So I actually, um, as part of uh, public journal, as being a public journalist, public affairs journalist, <laughs> photojournalist, there we go. Um, I actually drew farewell gifts for generals and colonels and people who are retiring. And um, I actually just finished a, retiring, a retirement gift for a sergeant major um, in my unit. Um, so I love drawing and I draw people, I draw animals. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to talk. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah. Uh, Jeff Kerno, do you know Jeff? Uh, second trumpet with, uh, yeah. uh, Philly. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Sure. Cartoonist. Right. Oh, that's right. I remember reading about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, trumpet players, we, we do have other skills, right? Other things yeah. like that. <laughs> um, Sarah. I don't mean to be leaving you out of, of all, all this stuff, but you're the one that invited them on, right? So, uh, okay, so what's what's something alternate for you that's not trumpet? 
I, you know, I love, I mean, being in Montana, I love catching trails. I love going hiking. I love being outdoors, uh, cross country skiing, uh, just really what the lifestyle in Montana allows, you know, provides. So I love that. Um, and You're yeah. starting to lift now. Oh, and, I'm, and now because of, because of Kristen, I'm getting I am them getting, involved. I'm like, I'm, come on guys. Yeah. Now I'm doing some more. <laughs> lifting yes yes yeah yeah um yeah we you commented on you know i've, I've been running i've been trying to train nice. um and i did read born to run like yeah. 10 years or so ago but that's that got me running barefoot um but i'm running with mental minimalist shoes to answer your nice. question amazing so, yeah uh, but, i never went that far i i just started um after i read that book i was like well what would happen if i started I'm thinking about going at the tips of the toes or, you know, a little lighter. Yeah. And I started, it was, it was good. Um, but I love running too. That's a good sport. <laughs> I, I'm learning to, to like it. Um, it's, it's keeping me healthy, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm loving it just yet. Yeah. <laughs> it takes yeah. time. I understand it that. Time. <laughs> uh, okay. Mary, your turn. What's, what's non-trumpet? Well, I mean, obviously the ministry, but what else? Um, so videography, um, I have a particular passion for um, uh, editing and post-production. And so uh, I work with clients in nonprofit and for-profit organizations uh, and help communicate their uh, vision. I like to say their vision is my focus. And Ooh. I've been able to um, work on projects that uh, also inspire me, whether I'm learning about Native American peoples in New Mexico, or um, uh, Forward is a Christian women's organization based in Texas, and I've been blessed to um, work with them for several years. And uh, it's each each project I do, I learn and grow in different ways. And so that's my my continual goal is to just um, hone the tools and and get better each time. You know, each of you are in ministry of your own kind, right? I and mean, I like truly. I mean, and, and you say now if you're coaching uh, bodybuilders, right? I mean, you're you're working with people. You know, Sarah, you're working with students and and even colleagues, right? And it is. It's I can see that as a, a really natural extension of of who you are. It's that the service element, you yeah. Know? Wanting others, wanting to, others succeed. to succeed. Yeah, I think dad and mom, our, our parents um, really mentored us. And so it's, it's um, yeah, I think that maybe what I hear when you say that, I think my hope is, I think each of our hope is that we can help mentor other um, individuals. Um, and because we are certainly mentored by so many and have been. I remember mm, like, so true. Yeah, 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 just um, a, yeah, a good point. Like that. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, a lot of people teachers. have invested in us. Yeah, that's, that's a really good mm -hmm. point. Well, investment into others. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, where are mom and dad these days? So currently, so they uh, are, so our dad just finished a year a replacement, a sabbatical replacement at um, a university in South Dakota, mm -hmm. uh, Dakota Wesleyan. And so after that, he is now, both he and mom are in Montana. 
and they um yeah they've enjoyed montana <laughs> yeah so okay you say montana that's a that's a big state are we talking oh, bozeman oh, or bozeman, greater valley yeah okay okay yeah. It's like yes, you can come to Montana, but you can't live. You, know, you can't just show up on my doorstep every day. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, you do, you have a relationship where that's okay. That's that's yeah. that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I wanted to ask this earlier about Montana. I mean, buffalo. Do you really see buffalo out there? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yellowstone. They're all that's over. Beautiful. Yeah, and actually, they can be very. Uh, also very dangerous, so you don't want to go towards them. Uh, at Yellowstone, you'll see people outside taking pictures, and that's not necessarily the best idea because they um, are, I, they're just not um, animals that you want to get too close to. I haven't been to Yellowstone yet, but that is on the docket. Yeah. So my wife and I are celebrating number 25 this year. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. And we're just, we're trying to figure out where to go. Right. But she's like Glacier National Park or Yellowstone. Yeah. She's like, yeah. you know, we've but October and we're thinking it might be kind of cold uh, to visit in October. October is actually that very beginning. I mean, yes, you have a good Nights point. It can be cooler. hit or miss. So uh, but in October, generally, it's a really, um, really great time. Well, you have good yeah. fall foot. Foliage, foliage, yeah. yeah. Fall, fall foliage. It's kind of like your your a litter of tea, uh, literative teas earlier, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounded in my head. Definitely, though, if you have an opportunity to see Glacier National Park or Yellowstone, it's very magical. So I can knock on your door if we if we're through that neck of the woods, of right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I want to ask a little bit about the the principal trumpet job that you're playing. I meant to ask this before your sisters came on, so not to <laughs> exclude them from everything. But um, what is it mostly an orchestral, um, a classical kind of thing, or do you guys do a lot of pops as well? What's what's the role so, of the orchestra there? Yeah, uh, Bozeman Symphony just was appointed. We got a new maestro, so uh, Norman. Hoyen, um, Hoyen uh, is a, the new conductor, and he is actually. Uh, we just got our new season up, mm -hmm. and uh, it's you know a, comp a combination of classical rep. Uh, I think we're starting with uh, Chike uh, Six. I, um, I have to. I have to look at the rep. Um, and uh, there's also a concert that's all dedicated to Vaughn, um, John Williams. John Williams. So it's going to be a really great mix of just all genres this year. I'm looking forward to the season. Um, some of the groups I plan, you know, we were getting our, our list of, of concerts out too, but we have a John Williams concert coming up. But it's going to be like, you know, Star Wars and Superman, and da -da -da -da, you know, about eight pieces. And then intermission, and then you come back and you—it's like, can't it's you? It is a lot, you know. Same with this one, yeah. And it's like you know, every member of the section needs an assistant for something like that. That's it's a, a really idea. good thing to keep in yeah. mind. I will definitely keep that in mind. Yeah. No, but I think it's uh, you know, and I don't mind saying this. I think a lot of music directors, you know, they're trying to build their resume, so they try to program everything they possibly can, right? It's like. <laughs> 
you know, you can't put Mahler one on the first half and Mahler 10 on the second half. You know, it's like, right. I mean, what you do is, is you do, you invite the Stoneback sisters, right. <laughs> and, or, or, or the quartet and, and you have them open the concert and then you do a nice little uh, frilly string only piece and then intermission. And then, you know, and then Mahler. But, yeah, but yeah. this is why nobody asks me for my opinion. Right. <laughs> so, I like um, that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Okay. Can you give any more insight into this project down the road, or do you want to keep it a little bit under well, hat? Well, I'm, it's definitely involving, you know, bringing them where I'm at. I'm, you know, up in Montana, and uh, some other aspects of it um, could take us out. So for now, I'm going to leave it at that because we've been spending this time um, working on it and mm -hmm. um getting it getting excited about right. it but also yeah <laughs> getting the details in place yeah but i'll keep larry i'll make a pact with you that you'll be the first one to know how about that oh i love it yeah that's great <laughs> that's great um okay so let me think uh i know when i did a little bit of touring with my group we'd get somewhere and the radio station would invite you know somebody to come and do a local promo mm -hmm. would you guys be like i'm too tired you go do it or was it always like three all musketeers, all for all one. All, all together, all, all for one. We've done a, we did a couple um, when we were uh, soloing with St. Louis Symphony. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of those well, times symphony, we would do yeah. that. Or each symphony all had the symphonies yeah. had, right. you know, yeah. radio programs that we would be involved in. We would do that in, together, though. Or promo yeah. pieces. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, like, the different things, like when we returned to Interlochen with the Sousa mm -hmm. Band, yeah. we did I mean, every – that was just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the PR, yeah. Do you guys yeah. have merch? We do. We used to, well, well, like you still have. With the help of your wife, we could have some cool T-shirts. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I'm serious. We that'd be fun. We made a mute. Um, we have a. We do have an awesome mute. Actually, um, I play it, and some of my trumpeters play it too. It's the we call it the Oswar mute. And it's um, based off of George Inesco's Aswar, the trumpet quartet. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's for that ending part. And it's just a really soft. A silent mute. But it's a great a... mute. I'll have it to is. send you yeah. one, Larry. I, I would love to see it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It's a very um, sweet. It's very resonant still with a, just a nice, sweet, soft sound. Yeah. Over yeah. the years, I just. I just came to my mind when we went through braces, we had two years of braces. Mm -hmm. And so we promoted um, the the gear that we put over our braces. Morgan, bum Morgan, 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 Morgan bumpers. bumpers. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I cannot imagine having to go through that. It, it just blows my mind that, but but you obviously you survived it, right? I mean, well, I did. easier easier putting them on than getting, them, getting, getting them, off. them off. Yeah. Our, our, um, so, yeah, no, that's for sure. Yeah, I remember yeah. the first. I remember the first concert after we got our braces off. We had about was it about a month and a half because mm -hmm. it was yeah. it was at a actually at a synod mm -hmm. assembly. Yep, in South Dakota. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, it was that was hard. I do remember just taking that off. It's unique, yeah. It's a yeah, unique yeah, experience. Yeah. The muscles. I missed. I personally missed the hot pink uh, stuff on my. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest. That was what did you part. really miss about that? <laughs> we were okay. changing the, of the rubber band. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Yeah. So, so then now I have to ask: Were there like uh, costume changes or or 
I don't not costumes, but you know. We never did. No, we never. We, didn't do we that. would wear different dresses on. Like we would come back in a different dress for um, solo for solo appearances. Yeah, like with the St. Louis Symphony, we would wear. Mm -hmm. um, one of the times it was like um, a black dress for the first half, mm -hmm. and, and then, then we just wear red, something yeah. poppy or something. Yeah, because yeah, we're the usually playing half. some type more a more, a more uh, Spanish um, player. Yeah. yeah more pop music so yeah. yeah so there's safety in numbers so three of you out there right you feel comfortable but soloing was there ever a moment where like this is a little uncomfortable i would say it's the day i got stuck on the stairs <laughs> <laughs> my heel my heel oh uh, at one of the times that we were um and honestly it was just it was really funny um and i can't say it was uncomfortable as much as it was really funny um <laughs> I had a heel that got stuck in a grate on one of the steps and it was in front of thousands of people yeah. <laughs> and Mary and Sarah, like I could hear, like, I tried to tell them guys, wait, 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 wait. I couldn't get, I couldn't get that stinking heel out of the grate and they just plow forward. So Love the spotlight the spotlights following these two and, and like, there's only back. two and it like goes back to me and I'm still stuck on the oh stairs. Oh my gosh. So someone had to, someone so, came in the audience, like from the audience and helped me out. And then everyone and then, applauded me walking up to the stage. And then at the intermission, Richard Heyman. Oh, it was so fun. Uh, who was the conductor of the um, series at St. Louis. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> pretended to get stuck. Oh. Stuck in Brilliant. the stairs. He's yeah. like, Brilliant. how? He's like, I can't, I can't get unstuck. It was really funny. Well, Dude. this is this is why I don't wear heels. Yeah. Exactly, exactly <laughs> for that reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like you know, it is interesting um, being on stage with other people. I think there is um, a cushion. You know, we either we know you help have each other's back. right, right. We yeah. either help each other in the nerve department, or we hinder, hinder each other. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, if, if we're if all one like gets nervous. Yep. It's like this chain reaction. Yeah. So you have to like, it's really staying steady and just saying, nope, nope, we got this. Let's do yeah. it. You know, we put, you, you get to those places and in those, in the real large formats mm -hmm. of the major symphonies and the major um, community centers. You've um, done large. it so much. You've done, you've done it in your head. You've, you've performed it over and over. You visualized. Well, and we and, were doing it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and so it was an extension of, it was just, oh, we're doing it this weekend. The, oh, the smallest concert in the smallest community was just the same as the largest um, largest concert with the largest community. Yeah. They were all very, we treated each one the same. Mm -hmm. yep. That is admirable. You know, I remember showing up at some places where there were like five people in the audience. You know, but the yeah. idea, right? The idea is, you know what? Yep. Those five people deserve Everybody to have out. our best performance. They're yeah. here to hear it and they they will hear something they need to hear that day. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's yeah. what a, it seems ideal. It seems like uh, everything is always roses, you know, uh, but and I'm not I'm not trying to get dirt or anything on that. I'm not trying to go that <laughs> route, but it it just seems like you've had a it's have really been a great experience. Yeah, yeah. it and it you know, it's, it's you know, it's interesting. I think we we um, have an outlook on life that it, it's a propensity for roses, right? Or we have a we yeah, have very absolutely we have sunny and dispositions. Yes, we yes. have very sunny dispositions. And and sometimes rose colored glasses are are very popular. But I think um, what maybe we've learned through the years is that regardless of what we're going through. Um, 
we are supportive of one another. Mm -hmm. And so even in those harder times or now as we get older and, you know, you experience different losses and, and, you know, different, um, you know, life starts to change and you experience losses in a different way. Um, we learn how to do that together mm -hmm. and we support each other through those um, times. And so certainly when we were on the road, when we we're growing up, um, even, you know, to, today we've had challenges and we've had some hard times um and we've been able to support each other through that and and our faith you know our, our faith mm -hmm. in christ is really what um centers us to go through life but it doesn't take away the hard times it just helps us go through, um, it. Go through it well there were, there was a time when uh our like we were doing full-time playing and we had performance after performance and our dad went into mm -hmm. a diabetic coma yeah mm -hmm. he then had a heart attack yep. mm -hmm. and he's had six heart attacks mm -hmm. 11 stints in his heart and um it's been through a lot yep. it changes you too because you look at each other you know you're on stage and you know of this fragility yeah and i think that is something that music in our family at least has really helped us cope cope with that through. fragility right yeah. and and you yeah. know we knew what we were doing in that way was for such a time as what we were doing and and it couldn't stay like that forever but you could take you could seize those moments yeah. and you take advantage of all the good and the bad i remember there are some or you know the muscle right lips um where i would i would be like i don't have it right now I just don't have this in me physically to play this two and a half hour mm -hmm. concert. But it's where we all came together. It's where we come together. You yeah, focus on you're, yeah, and yeah. you 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 not only make it work, but you just breathe through it. Yeah. And and yeah, so yeah, you're right. It's not all rosy, no. but and, you know, there are those times. I mean, failure happens. Yeah, right where the piece where it doesn't stops work, and you're like, stops. Oh no. <laughs> what do you do now well <laughs> and you, you you have to go back either start it or say you know what <laughs> that's not hey, gonna work tonight we're gonna do something different right right yeah Pivot. and you know? it's also i mean you know it's just that's life life yeah. we we get we get curveballs sometimes we get things that you know you can plan all you want and something happens and you're like okay let's um all right let's pivot and during, those, during the times where, um, you know, it may not be perceived by the audience members that that was a tough show. Right. You could have the best reaction from an audience and it could be the toughest. That didn't toughest. feel the best. Right. Like you, you, you wonder, like, like, that wasn't my best. Like, I did not feel good about this. But <laughs> how was, did you see that? But it's 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 truly the people that come. And um, we truly believed, no matter who was in the audience, someone needed to hear something. Yeah. Whether it was something we said, something we played, some uh, some kind of event. It comes down to um, um, there was a point in one of our concerts that we did at community concerts. We would um, we would ask if there were anniversaries, um, anniversaries or birthdays, and yeah. we would perform a, a very special piece that Dad would um, sing operatic to while we. Did the um, accompaniment, or we would play a, a very um, older, an older tune, and like let me I can't, yeah, just or, an old, old yeah. time uh, piece. Um, and I can't tell. I, I mean, I can't tell him. <laughs> actually, came up and like it happened to be that person's like fiftieth wedding anniversary, 
or just on that just day, loss or someone just someone. lost someone, mm-hmm. and that we just played to them only. That person, yeah. And you can't, you can't plan that stuff, mm-hmm. and so that's why you keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the the music is one thing, but I mean, obviously, the faith is the first thing that you guys experienced. I mean, from birth, right? This is part of who you are, who your family is. Yeah. So Lutheran. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I didn't know if Mary, you just decided uh, to heck with the Methodists, you know, I'm going the Lutheran route or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> um, we were raised, you know, we've um, played in all different types of, den- yeah, all different denominations. denominations. Over 50, yeah. Right. Um, and, and growing up, um, our dad conducted, you know, he would conduct um, choir in a congregational church and we'd go over to the first Lutheran for Sunday school and then go back to church to be with dad and mom, or he yeah. was at a Beth- Methodist Somewhere, church. Yeah. Um, well, and it wasn't uncommon yeah. for us on Easter's to have like six church just services. Different churches, Sur- yeah. yeah. We just go we just to different them. places and yeah. play, and yeah. and so yeah, we really grew up performing in church, in church. all over, and, and, and yeah. in nursing homes. In nursing homes, yeah. Too. Our grandparents were all yeah. in nursing homes in the VA. So we would, we would play at the VA every yeah. weekend, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, immediately I think Andrew's sisters. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Which, we did saying that. We did. Yep. Yep. We did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, see, now that's where having the uh, old, where, where they wax. I'm trying to think what the, uh, what the the ladies' uniform, what they were called. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what they're called, but yes, yeah. you're right. Right. <laughs> Um, but again, that shows my age, right? Because I grew up watching. I grew up watching that stuff that's back really cool. back yeah. in the day. That is um, fun. So what's it been like this week? Have you guys just been hanging out at the house or you've been getting out doing stuff around town or? Well, a little less limited, you know, I mean, it's, it's still, there is still like, um, like some places are not as open. It feels, um, um, but we've definitely played to love this coffee shop. We drink a lot of coffee. Um, and, um, we've also been, I have to share if you don't mind, we hang out with my two cats. Um, my <laughs> husband and I have two Maine Coons, and I would love to share them. Uh, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Have you got them there? Yeah, yeah. I'll get Zeus. I'm sure. Zeus. Oh my gosh. That's, what's the other one's name? Zeus and Aslan. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're both Maine Coons. They're adorable. Here's Zeus. Oh my gosh. This is Zeus. we have aslan right here oh look at that okay this this is a first this is a first so um can you can you get him to talk right no i'm just kidding not unless you have a treat yeah Yeah, right right oh how i wish i had a laser pointer and i could make it work right now right jesus like no yeah but these are these are our little uh sweet creatures Uh, aslan's 25 pounds so he, uh, see if I can. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, it like Garfield, right? That's a big yeah. key. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't imagine you guys needing coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, right? I think you've had enough caffeine. We've <laughs> yeah. um, just been getting to catch up on life and play trumpet, and hang out. Yep. And, yeah. And enjoy, yeah. enjoy the time. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah, you're Con Selmer. Were uh, were all three of you, or are you as a as a group artist for Con Selmer? Yeah. 
Yes. yes. Oh, how cool yeah. is that? Yeah, we got it when we were, uh, so we went to Texas Music Educators and Texas Bandmasters. Um, at a very early age, we were introduced to uh, legends, quite truthfully. Um, we we grew up with um, knowing, you know, uh, Marvin Stamm, uh, Mike Vax, Mike Keith Slaughter. Johnson, Susan Slaughter, Marie Speziali, Willie Thomas, Willie Thomas uh, uh, Quiet. Uh, so many people through the years were Clara Bryant. Clara Bryant, mm -hmm. yep, uh, just pivotal as we were growing up. So mm -hmm. when, yeah, we knew those people. Yeah, yep. starting at um, like fifth grade, sixth grade. Yes, sixth mm -hmm. grade. Yeah. Yeah, and when we played at the, I get it mixed up. Either Texas Bandmasters or Texas Music Educators mm -hmm. in eighth grade. Ted Wagner of Conselmer um, signed us on and actually asked, like, hey, would you guys be uh, reps for uh, the company? And, and so, so that then became a lot of what we did with the schools yeah, the education, in, conjunction, in conjunction with the arts endowment mm -hmm. programs. Yeah. Yep. Was there ever a stone back model? Trumpet model? No, no, no. no, no stone back model. No. <laughs> okay. But we certainly love but we do enjoy playing on them. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I never got to meet Ted. I met Lonnie, his son, yeah, not that great. long ago. And, yep. and a, a good friend of mine is uh, Andy Lott is now in charge of uh, trumpet up there. Yes. So, yeah. Um, do you guys all play the same equipment? Yes. We do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. We have actually the very first trumpet, the C trumpets that we, we got, mm -hmm. we took them out. From the factory consecutively, yeah, the all floor. of the sea trumpets, we got to play them um, at the factory, and that's um, how we chose our first sea trumpets. Mm -hmm. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, well, first, yeah. well, I, you know, I guess you're glad you don't play harp, right? Because walking out oh. with three harps would be. <laughs> yeah. Or piano, or yeah. Piano. Or piano, piano. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that would have been tricky too. Yeah. yeah. Um, this has been so much fun. I, oh, thank you, Larry. We, I, this thank you. A blast being able to share today. And I, you know, it was, this was my idea. Sarah really didn't want to involve you guys, but I'm like, look, I need to talk to your sister. <laughs> Landing is <clean. laughs> Oh no, I'm Sarah. Of course, it's wonderful to see you again and to get chat with you. But Kristen, Mary, what a treat this has been to to spend some time with you guys, and nice you. So nice to meet you. Well, thank you. And um, okay, so hang on for just a second. I'm going to wrap things up. And I want to, okay, Mark Rios, is this somebody you guys know? Yeah, hey, Mark. Mark. Um, Ross oh, Tate. Oh, communications. Yes. yes. Uh, Sean is a, is a trumpet player friend of mine who is is being into church communications. And oh, nice. um, he and one other person, we, we three trumpet players, Oh, this is our version of a trumpet trio. We we shared an apartment together one year in college. Oh, oh nice. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't resemble anything of what you guys have gone through, but you know, it's you guys all played trumpet, so you could play together too. Uh, we did an orchestra at school, but I don't think we ever did anything, you know, at, independently like that. But that's okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, everybody that joined in tonight, thank you so much. And of course, this is going to go on to the YouTube channel tomorrow. Uh, audio is going to be available on the po any podcast platform. Uh, a thank you again to Austin Custom Brass and Trent Austin for sponsoring this interview. And of course, next week is going to be, let's see, what's the date? Today is the, what is today? 
15th. So the 22nd <laughs> is going to be, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> James. Morrison. Morrison. Oh my gosh. See, you guys have got me flustered here. James Morrison <laughs> next week. Uh, and then Chris Coletti to round out the month on the 29th. And uh, this has been so much fun. Everybody else, we will see you next time around. Thanks for joining us. And I'm going to end things here.